gonna be I'm probably gonna be the only Renique black male <laughs> that people will meet. Ever. Yeah, no, I don't think I've ever met a Renique. You won't. A male Renique black? Yeah? No. But that's And if you do, and if you do You think you're related? I'm throwing hands. You're listening to the Amusement Podcast. I am your host, Alicia Marie, here to keep you amused all the way through. All right, so welcome back. I am your host, Alicia Marie, sitting here with I am Renique. I'm kidding. I'm sitting here with Renique. Um, your online fitness coach, but there's more to that. So welcome to the YouTube channel slash podcast, whichever way listeners or viewers are listening, but welcome. I appreciate it. I appreciate <laughs> Happy to it. have you. I appreciate it. So we're here to talk to you guys about a topic that I very much believe very dear and dear to our hearts. Um, being in the health industry, we see a wide range of people. We deal with a wide range of topics from like strength and conditioning mm -hmm to orthopedic injuries, health and wellness. So anyways, the topic being today, nutrition. Mm -hmm. And so before we get to nutrition, tell us a little bit about yourself. How do we get here? Because have you always been in the health industry? No, <laughs> I have not always been in the health industry. Um, I grew up in a Jamaican household. So okay. Jamaican household is heavy on the meat heavy on carbs like i'm talking rice and chicken that's it rice <laughs> and oxtail rice and curry like just meat and, and if it's carbs. white rice or rice and peas, rice and peas <laughs> fried dumpling like oh, yeah. all the works right so i was never really um big on nutrition okay. right um and i was like growing up as that chubby kid i wasn't necessarily big but i was a chubby kid mm -hmm. what saved me was sports so okay. i was an athlete so you, so had, a, you had a nice balance a little balance right yeah. so what saved me was uh sports so I grew up playing soccer, tried football, remember football. Um, I tried to play it, but my mom was like, it's too aggressive. I tried playing, I remember I tried playing it and um, there was this kid running on the field and the point of football is to tackle the kid, right? Right, that's <laughs> yes. the point of football. I was probably the biggest kid on the field. And every time I would go after the kid, I would just push them. <laughs> like I would never tackle them, I would just push them. Like, why are you doing that? I'm like, yo, I don't want to hurt the kid. Right? Oh! So I, I, was those, I was one of those kids. So my football career cut short. Mm, like, yeah, <laughs> sorry, short. you can't play that. Right? And then I found my love for basketball. And so mm -hmm. I played, started in grade seven, played basketball. You could be a school. little softer. You could just, you know, yeah. like, a light foul. <laughs> a light foul. Still aggressive, though. But um, I, yeah, I played basketball. I did that from middle school to high school. Okay. Um, still nothing about nutrition. I was just business, very business focused. In grade seven, I was selling shoes. I was starting my own business. Oh. Like, I was trying to make money for myself. Be like, any way I can make money for myself, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm yeah. doing right. So like, that was the early stages of like the business mindset that I had. Okay. Um, and that comes from my grandfather in Jamaica. He has his own business, okay. uh, food business. So, um, so I've always been food wise, but not nutrition wise. Right. Okay. Um, there's a for those of you who don't know that there's a difference. Yeah. <laughs> And for those of you who know my food and wine column, there's a difference when I talk about nutrition. Big difference. There's food, there's, and industry, there's, and then there's nutrition. Yeah, yes. yeah. So still, I was with food, but not in the nutrition side. Uh, my dad, he does a lot of catering on the side as well. Okay. He's a chef. So, so big food. Yeah, yeah, so big portions. Food is still close and dear to me, right? Yeah. So I consider myself a foodie. Nice. Um, a lot of people that consider themselves a foodie are people that really can't. Hi, did I, well, did I introduce myself? 
don't so I love I just I love food, right? But nutrition wasn't um, something that was something familiar. That was familiar with me, right? Um, so let's fast forward. I go to university. Okay. Uh, I'm stop. Play- I stop playing basketball. So mm. I always I always tell people it's like post athlete depression. It is because it's right, it's a thing, right? So I never played basketball when I was there, right? And so I didn't. My identity was so tied up in basketball. I'm like, what do I do? Yeah. I mean, I went to school for a business degree, but it's like, what do I do? What do I really want to do? Do I want to be a lawyer? Do I want to run my own business? Right. Finance. Right. Like I went to school for finance. I realized that I hated it just because my brother said that's where the money is. He's like, go to finance. Do mm. go to finance. I'm like, this is boring. Right. Find myself into marketing. Okay. Right. So I went, went for one degree, went in with the next Nothing. switch. But throughout that whole process, um, my grades were suffering. So I remember coming home one day and I saw a letter in the mail. And I'm like, what is this letter from, right? I opened it. It's like yellow, like yellow paper. And then at the yellow top, pages? right? <laughs> no, we're dating, we're dating ourselves. <laughs> yellow pages. Yo, not, not this one. Not this one. So I opened, it wasn't that thick. It was it thinner. Yeah, it was thin. So I opened it and it read top academic probation, right? And I was like, ooh. Ooh, I know about that one. Right? This happened second year. So I was like, ooh. First thing that went through my mind, what's my mom going to think about, right? Mm-hmm. Um, no Jamaican so, parents. Right, so this this my grades are suffering. I was depressed. I was like getting out of a relationship with my girlfriend. But what kept me sane was the gym. So this is how I got into oh. health and fitness. So what kept me sane was the gym. I found that as like my therapeutic outlet. So okay. in there, I would say, okay, I have a goal for myself. I'm gonna set a goal. Goals are important. I have a goal for myself. Okay, I'm gonna push this much. Okay, I'm gonna squat this much. Um, it really kept me sane. I felt I felt accomplished because I wasn't that accomplished in school right academics but, but I, felt this, I felt in this area of my life i'm like okay yeah i feel confident i'm, I'm growing people are coming to me for help mm-hmm. and so i went down a deep 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 rabbit hole where i started learning about nutrition how does the body work mm. how does um what muscles are being contracted what muscles affect which muscles um um what supplements i should be taking what supplements i should not be taking right and i just started studying i studied nutrition and health and fitness more than i studied business yeah like when i would go home there's a <laughs> i know what you mean because for me when i'm studying nutrition or anything like athletic therapy related i'm like consumed and then like one leads to another it's like breadcrumbs Mm -hmm. so i feel you you're just like wow like i didn't know all this and then it makes sense and like stories come back in your head yeah so i know exactly what you mean right second year i remember i was looking at you know nana yeah i was looking at nana i'm like nana i picked the wrong degree (laughs) (laughs) i said nana i wish i was in kin right now because like that was my passion i'm I'm opposite i never wanted kin see i wanted like i wanted it so yeah I began to um, study it. People were um, at my school. They said, Harini, how do you gain muscle? How do you lose fat? Oh, you're um, getting so with kept... that big boy questions. <laughs> <laughs> so they stopped. They started to ask me questions. People kept coming to me, asking me these questions. I started training people at the school. Mm-hmm. Um, I started teaching people about nutrition and stuff. Oh, well, you're doing what? Marketing? Marketing and business. But my passion. You know how to market yourself, though. <laughs> so, okay. All right. I like uh, where this is going. <laughs> right? So that's how I began into the... Uh, health and fitness and I began okay. to get certified okay uh, I certified myself I began studying deeper into nutrition even right now I'm looking to become um, more more of a registered okay I was uh, gonna nutrition. say yeah more of a registered registered nutritionist dietitianist <laughs> I wanted to do that I dietitian to do or that. nutritionist nutritionist okay wanted to do that I looked at the schooling I'm like okay 
what if I just started taking more online courses, getting more certified? Mm -hmm. um, so I never c consider myself a dietitian. I don't want to put that out there. I'm not a dietitian. I, but I'm, yeah. <laughs> I never want to um, say... Everyone comes to me, oh, you said, so keto diets. I go, don't talk to me about diets at all. Don't believe in them. Right. So yeah, I feel you. But I'm a health and nutrition coach. I can call myself that. I can't prescribe and say, hey, you have diabetes. Yeah. You should have this. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. can't do that. That's not in my profession, but um, so I started diving deep more into nutrition, health, and wellness, and still to this day, I'm still studying, I'm still diving. Oh yeah, into one thousand percent. Right, so that's how I got into health and fitness. It was from a place of depression and confusion, mm -hmm. and I, I it was like my therapeutic outlet. It was the one area I felt in my life like, okay, I feel accomplished. I know what I'm doing here. I love it, um, and people are coming to me asking for help. So I'm like, okay, I can actually help people, people with yeah. this, right? Um, and so that's how I got into health and nutrition, and then. How I began it became an online health and fitness coach mm -hmm. is interesting. So it's a let us story. know. Yeah, it's a weird <laughs> story. So I was go <laughs> I was in a relationship. Okay? okay, I was in a relationship for two years. Um, <laughs> like, relationships teach you so much. The so I was just cute. I'm just curious to know. The person that's watching is probably like, oh, he's telling this story again. But whatever. <laughs> so I was in a relationship. Yo, I wonder if any of my exes feel the same. Cause like yeah, oh here she goes again with this story. We already know how this goes. Anyway, it's deep. It's deep. It's deep. Our exes just just let us be, please. <laughs> it's please. It, it's what propelled me. Yeah, right? it's what propelled me. So I was in a relationship for two years. Uh, we broke up. I don't want to get too deep into it, but we broke up. Okay, and I was. This is the the, the health and wellness. Like, yeah, not the love, not the love combo. We'll bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> exactly so we broke up um i was extremely depressed i was angry i'm like oh my gosh what did i do yeah like i, I had a vision of myself mm -hmm. so i was heartbroken depressed i'm like yeah hey, you know what renique maybe this is like a sign to push you towards your passion or like to get you focused right okay. so can, renique what do you like to do what do people ask you for what are you good at mm -hmm. i'm like i've been doing this health and fitness i've been training people I'm like you know what i want to become a fitness coach but what if i can do it online what if i could do it mm. by myself i don't want to work in a i don't want to work in a gym this is me coming from that business mindset mm -hmm, again mm -hmm. i've already trained people i've been certified right i'm coaching people already why do i want to go into a gym get paid less when yeah, i can just get my own clients right politics politics that. maybe i don't really trust you're stepping me. on people's territory honestly from me being on my health background from as long as i can remember I see what you mean because now being that you were never from a health background and you never even took so much kinesiology, you did it online. I feel like it's very territorial now when you move into a gym where people are like, oh, who are you? Why mm. are you mm. stepping on my territory? Why are you taking clients? And you don't really have the same qualifications that I do. And it's like, no, <laughs> but I've done my research just as much as you did. So... I feel results. We're gonna leave it at that. Results. Results. We're gonna leave it. <laughs> so that's the big thing. Even though I'm certified, it's like, okay, you did the four years of schooling. I respect it. I get it. At the end of the day, people want results. Yeah. Results is what speaks. But um, I never wanted to work in the gym. Right. So I'm like, okay, I always wanted to work by myself. It's been like that from young. Mm -hmm. And so I decided to uh, market myself. I got a mentor, okay. uh, a health and fitness mentor. He was a personal trainer. They taught me how to market myself. They taught me about um, running programs for my clients online. And so I've been doing this now for two years, okay. going on three. And I've had the opportunity to make um, enough transformations for people, co 
met with like hundreds of people, people sending me messages, mm-hmm. transformations. Sometimes I sh- I'm like, what? Like, I did that? Well, not I did that, but like I inspired Fired people. Them. Yeah, like, that's true. I inspired. Right? Yeah. Like I inspired somebody. I helped them reach their goal weight or I helped them reach their transformation. Like it's very shocking. Right. It's very shocking. I remember I woke up um, to a Facebook message. It was a long post. And this girl's like, he listened to me. He coached me through this. And I like started crying. I've never wow. cried. I've never like cried off of like a, a message. I was like, damn, I'm actually making a difference. Mm-hmm. I was like in my car. I was like crying. I was like, wow. And so I knew that. This stay on this path, doing. right? Yeah. Stay on this path. And um, I've made a, I got enough clients and I was able to travel to Bali. So I think if some of you have seen my page, you've seen that I lived in Bali for five months. Ooh. Right? Lived in Bali. Lived in Not Bali. Not visit. <laughs> Live. Before you get to Bali, actually, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm curious because you, you mentioned mentor. And I'm such a huge advocate for both being the mentor and the mentee. So how, how did you find your mentor and... Like, what was that process like? Do you feel like if you didn't have it, you would be still where you are today or? Um, no, when I first went to open my business, I said, I'm not doing this without a mentor. Okay. Some people can do it without. Yeah. I'm like, no, there's no way I'm doing this without a mentor. Somebody already knows, has the steps, the blueprint, and just follow them. So how I went about, um, Facebook. That's a, a business idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm not doing this by myself. Somebody already's done it before. Right. Why like, not go off of them? Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing, uh, building a business from, right? So I'm like, let me learn um facebook is powerful facebook is very powerful um there's a lot of hidden groups a lot of entrepreneurs (laughs) groups right that you can go into and dive and people are leading groups and people Mm -hmm. are teaching people these Mm -hmm. groups are normally free and then they start to tell you that oh you can dive deeper with one-on-one coaching and so i was in plenty of groups um about entrepreneurs that are doing online health and fitness coaching and so i was just learning learning from different groups but who did i resonate with the most is who I wanted to coach me. That's how I made my okay, yes, decision, yes. right? So I was in a bunch of groups just learning, interacting, doing their free courses, mm-hmm. um, doing their challenges. And then when I felt comfortable enough and I felt like I resonated with one of, my, one of those um, mentors, yeah. I'm like, okay, this is my guy or this is my girl. Yeah. And I signed up, I invested into myself, took out a credit card, invested into myself, couldn't afford it, mm-hmm. but... I was really determined to grow my business and invest into myself, right? And so that's how I got my first mentor. Okay. Only one. No, you you have many. I know. You have many, right? Very many. And so it led. So that's how I found it. Just going to social networks, Facebook groups, and LinkedIn is a good one. LinkedIn is. Uh, I tell if anybody that's doing like a business or maybe it's health and fitness, go into other groups. Mm -hmm. Go follow other people that are already doing what what you want to do, and see if they offer coaching or just follow their content. Yeah. Because your mentor is really gonna be. Who do I, do I want to be like that person? Right. And then you invest in yourself going to the program, right? I feel you with the, the Facebook, group, Facebook groups because as a therapist now, I'm in a billion groups from Canada to the US to Scotland. And it's just a bunch of therapists giving their insight. They're like, yo, I have this patient. They present with A, B, C, Y, D. I don't know how to treat them. Who comments and says, Yeah, so I tried this, I dealt with this, this worked, this didn't, and I'm like, So why do I need to go to school? I can literally just read like diagnosis, like symptoms, what to test, what didn't work. I was like, Yeah. So Facebook groups, key. that's your first key. That's your first key. Go into Facebook groups, find a mentor, see what happens. Just like you said. Actually, true that that's that's second key. First is find a mentor, second is go to your Facebook group. Go to your Facebook group. So that's where I found my mentor, and I was learning a lot. I'm still learning now, 
Um, still have mentors now. This is extremely important. Oh, yeah. For extremely sure. important. And so I'm still learning health and fitness as well. Mm -hmm. um, still growing my business. But yeah, so from the mentor, I received another mentor that taught me about the business side of it. Okay. Um, because there's one thing I know a lot of health and fitness professionals, like you may be very good at your craft. You're not, not so good at the business side. Mm -hmm. You know why? We don't have business courses in our entire year of education. Like, I think as I'm entering into my fourth year, I know that I have uh, what we call current trends in athletic therapy. And that's more of our business course. But from a business perspective, does current trends remotely sound business-like? Uh my point that's all i needed you to say my point exactly so it's like first of all from first year all the way to fourth year you have no business idea mm. how to market yourself what your need all you hear actually find your niche find your niche find your niche find renique we'll get into that <laughs> renique if i could tell you the amount of times i've heard find your niche and then that's it, not how to actually find your niche or what it looks like. I I don't know. But the lack of business mindset that we have mm -hmm. is because we don't have those courses, point blank. Right, right. And I don't think one course at the end of your whole entire four years of getting your degree is going to help. I think just as important as we study anatomy mm -hmm. every single year, we need to not necessarily study business every single year, but we need a little timbit. We need more mm -hmm. of either um, mentors coming in who have a business mindset in athletic therapy or we need just little segments mm -hmm. and timbits that would help. But. That's important. I think that's important. Huge because you can be very good at what you do but if no one knows you or if, or if you can't sell your product or sell yourself or market yourself. Then like what good is it? I mean, you could if you want to be an employee, that's fine. You know I'll where I see it work though? Where? Is like classmates of mine who've become certified go back to their small hometowns mm. and realistically they're the only therapist in that hometown so, oh, okay. so they make a living okay with their neighborhood that works and that, yeah. works. And that works because the whole town knows you that and works. it's a small it's a small community that works but that's not everybody because from me being here born and raised in brampton we have competition we have people who know about chiropractors physios already um acupuncturists like I have competition and if I even want to move so much further into Mississauga or Toronto I even more competition so right, right that that idea of opening a clinic and being successful in that sense and branding myself to a small town it might work there but it's not working over mm -hmm, here mm -hmm. so you need to stand all. out you really need to stand out somehow yeah and we can get into the business side you want to get into business <laughs> we're, we're here for nutrition <laughs> we're here for nutrition yeah we can get into it but um yeah so from there i lived in bali so back, to bali. back to bali back to bali i lived in bali for a couple of uh months i was fortunate enough to, to um live there again learn some more about my body as well huge that was a huge year to learn about my body and gut health mm -hmm. and how important gut health is to your mindset so what inspired bali what inspired bali uh my mentors my mentors, my mentors mm -hmm. all said, if you want entrepreneurship, if you want health and wellness, if you want spiritual growth, emotional growth, you want to be around like-minded people, and you want to um, save a lot of money and like have your money stretch, Bali. I was like, mm. what's this place about? Like, what's Bali about? And so I took a one-way ticket. I <laughs> a one-way a one-way ticket. Um, I thought of myself I was going to leave for, stay there for two months. 
took a one-way ticket, had a party, going away party. It was like game five, Raptors versus the Bucks. <laughs> I remember it was a great, great time. It was like game five. Yeah, the Raptors like double OT. Yeah, yeah, Raptors won. <laughs> Raptors won double OT. That Monday, I went, took the one-way ticket to Bali. Told myself I was going to be there for two months. Two months became three. Three months became four. So when two months almost came up, I'm curious to know, did you just say, nah, I can't go home? Or... Did it was like, coming up and I was like, yo, I like this. <laughs> I, I like this. You. I like this. I'm so able to coach my clients online. It's relaxing. The food's great. The people's great. The people are great. I'm learning a lot about myself. Um, why not? So and I, you have nothing tying you back home anymore. No, I didn't have right. no relationship. Biggest well, thing, not necessarily relationship. But family like nothing, and friends. Yeah. But I'm very like, I can go. Okay. I can be by myself. I can very much be by myself. Um, I actually became closer to my family, believe it or not. But, yeah, so three months became four, and then five, and then I flew back home. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, okay. You're right. I, gotta, I guess I gotta go back home. Right, yeah. But um, I learned a lot. Or wait, you can't, you can only be out of the country for so long. Six months. Oh, okay, there you so go. So you, you got in <laughs> just before the government's gonna be like... Yes, yes. So um, I was there for um, There's only months. one black Renique in Canada, so <laughs> he's not back yet. I'm not back. They caught me. They're like, oh, shit, he's out of the country. He's got to get back. So I, ha I had to get back. I had to get back. I had to okay. Get back. But yeah, so I learned um, a lot about my gut health. That was huge over there. Um, learning what to eat. Tell us more about it because I'm curious. So. I know it's like the root. It is the root. So <laughs> I had a goal in in the beginning of that year. Okay. That I wrote it down. I said, I'm going to have the best digestion gut health possible this year. That was like That's my intention. Goal. That was okay. I don't know why I had that, but that was a goal. For those of you who don't know, gut health, who may it may be complex. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but that's a goal. It's it is very complex, and I'm diving deeper into it because I want to become an expert into it. Like that when we say niche, mm. I want to dive into that niche, niche right? Okay. Uh, because I'll tell you a quick story. So I remember we went on a boy, uh, guys trip. Okay. You already know, group of ten guys. How many think went? Like you, I'm trying to plan, plan, trying to plan for ten. How many think you feel? Four. Ooh, four. So <laughs> <laughs> like I know, I know, guys. So it was four. So we y'all are like, why do girls always go on girls trips and they make it work? Let's go do it. Funny enough story to counter that. So I actually went on a girls trip mm. and was I didn't I don't no I didn't really plan it too too much. But my boyfriend now goes, Kate. Well, now I gotta go on a guys trip. Damn well knowing his guys cannot plan a single thing. Ask me if they went on a girl's trip. They didn't go? Okay. They're still in Canada. Never went nowhere. So guess I who... went somewhere. <laughs> so guess who planned the trip? The guy's trip? You? I did. <laughs> so the only reason why we went, I planned it. Right? Because so you know you were going regardless, okay? Facts. That's so why. I planned. So that trip, this is why I had this big uh, epiphany. This is going to dive into the KVP system. Nice. That talking about. Yes. So the... That trip, we went on a went to Dominican Republic. First time going ATV. Dominican is amazing. Food's great. Punta Cana, Puerto Plata. Okay. Punta Cana. Went to Punta Cana. First time on a guy's trip. We were relaxing. Uh, I had one friend. That, this guy just wanted to sleep all day. <laughs> but he's like, "This is my vacation." The rest of us, like, we were drinking. We were eating. Like, it was fun. It was I'm time. not even gonna get into it. <laughs> it was a good time. It was a good time. Okay. But. The worst part is that the entire trip, so it's a seven-day trip, okay? The entire trip, I think six days straight, I was backed up. Mm, that's not For six days. Imagine that. Imagine but that. But you, here's the thing. You knew you were backed up. Some people don't even know that they're 
For Again, s- another story for a different day, but some people don't realize that they are. For six days. That's crazy. That is actually very dr- crazy. Everybody's like, yo, what's wrong with you? Everybody's like, yo, what's wrong? I'm drinking tea. I'm drinking water. I'm drinking Everything. Everything. Imagine alcohol, food. Imagine that. Those toxins. And Imagine everything. that. <laughs> Imagine that. That was. I'm bloated. Okay. That sounds gross, right? So imagine that. So from that no, point, it sounds gross because <laughs> I know that it's literally sitting in your stomach. That's what people don't understand is that, like, it's already formulated and it's just sitting in your intestines. And I know there's a lot of you out there that are probably, um, you probably have, you probably don't go to the washroom every day, maybe every other day or every two days. I know I've talked with people like that, and that's back to gut health. So hmm. since that trip. I'm like, no, something, something's it's gotta going change, right? Something's gotta change. So that year, I said, no, I'm gonna make this the best year of my gut health, right? And so when I was, when I was testing out, like, how do I improve? Mm-hmm. And so I led to the KVP system. So I'm gonna tell you how this came about, right? So that one trip that I told you about, I said, no, I gotta make my gut health absolute best, my has to be best right? And so it started with breakfast. Okay. Started with Were breakfast. you always a breakfast person? Yes. Interesting. Yes, I was. Some I'm, days I'm not, though. Are okay. You? Not at all. Not at all. I, That's fine. Interesting. Because, uh, I don't know. For me, intermittent fasting now was so much easier for me to pick up on. Because I wouldn't eat until 11, 12 o'clock anyways. So I picked up on that really quickly. But, no, I think the more people told me, oh, breakfast is the most important meal of the day, da 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 I was like, uh... Nah, is it for some people it is for some people it is for me being the super athletic uh girl that i was i was like i don't see a difference if i eat right in the morning or at 11 12 o'clock mm. so i'm just not i'm just gonna eat whenever i want to eat <laughs> so i still so sometimes i eat intermittent fast not on okay. purpose it's just it just it you just naturally happens. that's your normal you wake up clock. i want to eat yeah right so so i started with breakfast i'm gonna show you people how to kind of create your own diet sort of say so it started with breakfast and what do they tell you to eat for breakfast What's the most common food um so What's toast fruit, okay egg mm-hmm. uh you could do oatmeal mm-hmm. you could do fruit mm-hmm. some with peanut butter or you can go the your the yogurt route with like greek yogurt with like a parfait so with right fruit. so that third one oatmeal okay, <laughs> okay oatmeal so should i go get it <laughs> so i so i would eat like eggs uh bacon oatmeal okay and i have like a small bowl of oatmeal sounds big right but not that it sounds big it sounds like a lot of time like, <laughs> like bacon it's not, <laughs> not a lot of time it's not a lot of time something eggs are easy but yeah. yeah eggs bacon um and then oatmeal so every time i would eat the breakfast i would always feel bloated okay like extremely bloated i'm like okay let me just cut back on the portion still bloated so i'm like what is it and this is how you this is how you kind of see what foods are affecting you mm-hmm. you eat the same meal but you remove one the next day so okay. like i'm like okay is it the eggs so i had just bacon and oatmeal still still bloated so i'm like okay it's not the it's not the eggs okay so i put back in the eggs so i'm like okay is it the bacon i had eggs and oatmeal still bloated so i'm like it's the oat so i took out the oatmeal this time and i'm like hmm Okay, don't I feel light? I don't feel bloated. Um, then I tried eggs, bacon, toast, bloated. I felt it again, right? Mm, I'm like, mm, the like, so I'm like, right? So I'm like, mm, okay, what if I just took out the carbs completely? Like, what if I just had a keto breakfast? 
So you're even saying like an equivalent if I did um, eggs, bacon, and a bagel. Mm-hmm. I'm going to feel the same. It depends on the person that you are. But for me, yes, I felt it. And I'll tell you why. So then let's squash the notion that feeling stuffed is... Not the feeling you want. Okay. <laughs> you want to feel... After you eat a meal, there should be two questions that you... There should be a question that you ask. Does this give me energy? Or does this take away energy? Mm-hmm. That should be a question. For so that itis for some, some people, while we joke and we laugh about it, itis actually means it's a medical terminology for inflammation. So you are inflamed. Your body is... <laughs> We're gonna die. Inflammation is. Oh. You're, gonna get me to a rabbit. <laughs> You're gonna get me like into a rabbit hole. Let me just. <laughs> Inflammation is everything. Oh god. Okay, so, uh, so I noticed um, the carbs were bloating me, right? Okay. And so I took it out, and so I just doing keto. So I started to have eggs, bacon, berries. So I'm like, okay, I have energy, long, sustainable energy. That's key, sustainable. And so I'm like, okay, this works for me. Okay. My gut feels great. I feel like I have energy. I'm not bloated. I'm not gassy. Okay, keto. It works. Then lunchtime. So this is me still again. I'm always doing elimination. I'm toying with things. Okay. Right? Was that from studying that this, you, you got to know how to do it? Or is, it just, is it just you naturally? So this is me naturally. Okay. And then I studied. So it's funny. I experimented first. Okay. Then I studied. Gotcha. Why did this work? Gotcha. Right? Yep. Then I said, why did this work? And then I'm like, okay, it makes sense. So... K, that's the K of the KBP system. The V now, how it came about, I'm like, okay, there's no way I can just go keto. There's no way I can just go no carbs again. Like, I, I, I'm like, I already did no carbs already. Like, I'm very hungry. When I forget my food. Mm. And culturally. Forget, culturally, right? So I'm like, when I forget my my uh, lunch, see if I don't bring lunch, carbs are always available. You know, bread, a sandwich, mm-hmm. a rice. So I'm thinking like the everyday person. I'm thinking like, okay, this is what's available. Yeah. Carbs, right? So I'm like, okay, what can I do? Because I, I feel bloated when I have like carbs, chicken, vegetables, right? I'm like, okay, what, what can I change? Because I feel bloated. I, every time I go back to work, I'm stuffed. Mm-hmm. I don't feel good. I don't I have feel energy. lethargic. I don't have yeah. energy. I'm like, okay, what could I do? So again, I experimented. Um, so I took out the carbs, but I was miserable. I was mm. just, just having a chicken and vegetables. I was miserable for me. The miserable, if people don't understand, I, it's the sugar. Yeah. That sugar is like, yeah, what it does to you internally, I mean, like, that's just a, literally a topic for another day, but it's the sugar that's like, oh, it's eating away at you. And Give if, me sugar. And if, you, if you've if you been living like that and you try to eliminate it completely from your lifestyle, you're going to crash. And that's where people Right, crash. because carbs are that complex sugar. Like, back to chemistry, it's literally a big sugar so and that's all your body runs off of is sugar and fats yes literally all your food converts into sugar and carbs is just sugar, sugar. <laughs> whether it's literally sugar or sucrose fructose like whatever you find it as what does it convert to exactly so sugar right and so i'm like okay i don't feel i don't i don't like not having it right, right. so i'm like okay what if I change the protein side of it? So I'm okay. like, okay, let me just experiment. Like, what if I just had no meat? Like, what if what would what would happen? Mm-hmm. So I started to have like vegetarian, vegan lunches, right? Okay. And I felt amazing. Mm. Like, inflammation was down. I still had my carbs. The inflammation was down. What were your carbs? So my carb would be uh, brown rice.
rice. It would okay. be potatoes. Okay. Sweet potatoes. Regular white potatoes. I love my potatoes. <laughs> I'm not a pasta person. Personally. Okay. Um, so I never pasta wasn't really a big thing. Big thing, yeah, no. Um, so but I was having your rice, rice is in your potatoes, yeah. quinoa. Okay. I was having that as well. But I went for the vegetarian vegan combination. My mm. bloating went down. Um, I felt more energized. I was full. I was satisfied, but I was, I was not full. Yes, full, there's right? a difference. I was satisfied. <laughs> I was satisfied, but I wasn't full. And certain days that I would forget to bring lunch, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have to buy buy food. But I would always notice there was like a vegetarian or a vegan option that I could still go to. So even okay. if you forget lunch, you can still have the option of buying it. Keto, not all the time can you go out and buy a keto meal from everywhere you go. Right. But right. vegetarian, vegan. There are plenty of options. We're getting better as a society now with trying to implement vegan, vegetarian. So yeah, and a does. lot of and a lot of people out there are trying to cut down meat already. Already, yes. A lot of people are trying to cut down meat already, especially red meat with the inflammation that's happening in your body with meat, right? So right. having the combination of the carbs and the vegetarian uh, and vegan protein, okay. the vegetarian, uh, well, vegetarian the aspect with the veggies and everything, yeah. My my inflammation went way down. I wasn't as inflamed. A lot of people when they when they have food that's high in inflammation, they'll probably feel soreness in their joints. They may feel bloated. Mm -hmm. They may actually start sneezing or mm -hmm. coughing. That those are signs of inflammation. Just so you know, like yep. joint pain, pain, bloating, sneeze, somebody sneezing, mucus. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So gas, that feeling stuffiness. Um, even you posted on your Instagram the other day. If you're not basically. If you're not exercising or sweating it out, your skin is... Oh, if you're not, if it's not going through your bowel, body, so if yes, you're not going yes. through your bowel, it's going to show in your skin. So a lot of people that, especially women that are always trying the different skincare products, it's really just toxins that are mm -hmm. in your body. And then mm -hmm. the inflammation is coming through your skin. Yeah, yes. So like for me, oh my gosh, if I eat something bad, it shows right away. Mm. Like if I eat fried foods, people know, oh yeah, I eat fried foods. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm going to eat What do you have for uh, <laughs> this weekend, huh? <laughs> so like your skin is like a, a sign of yes. like, inflammation, right? So it shows on your skin. But um, when I started eating vegetarian vegan meals, it went down. Mm. So I'm like, okay, this is amazing. So I stuck with it. So that's, now we have the K and the B. Right. Right. And then the P now, I'm like, okay, I'm going to bed. This is the last meal of the day, right? Dinner. I'm going to bed. I'm not going to need... Are you big on a big dinner? No, not anymore. Okay. Not anymore. Because I realize I'm going to bed. I don't need all that energy, especially people that... In Jamaican household, what do we normally have for dinner? It's like chicken, big plate of rice, <laughs> vegetables, maybe. 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 <laughs> what? You're like, oh, uh, red kidney bean peas, the lima peas, and your ox? No. Maybe, right? Maybe. 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 Or you have, yeah, because I... <laughs> that's funny. There's some Caribbean parents who don't even like potatoes. So they love rice. Love rice. <laughs> love rice. Ask your ask, ask your parents to substitute your rice and peas with quinoa. Why do they <laughs> they slap you like what is this? What is this bird food? That's you're gonna get that. <laughs> you're definitely gonna get what is this bird food every time until they try it. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to bed. Um, I don't need that much. I don't need carbs. I'm not gonna be using this energy. That's right. key, right? A lot of people are eating, but it's like, are you gonna be using that energy? So I'm like, I'm not gonna be using that. I'm right. going right to bed. And so I said, okay, let me eliminate the carbs. Let me just have vegetables. Let me just have a protein source. Okay. Um, so I got the carbs from the vegetables, not necessarily the starch, the mm -hmm. refined carbs, mm -hmm. the starchy foods. So I'm like, let me just get it from vegetables. Broccoli, right, because it's still asparagus. there, yeah. Coming from there, right? So broccoli, asparagus, kale, I tried that out. 
And again, I felt light. That was the feeling that I, I was looking for. The, mm. No bloating, no inflammation, feeling light and energized. Right. So I got that feeling from just having um, protein, any source. So like if it was vegetarian or if it was meat, meat-based. So that at least is open to, to, to everything, okay. right? And so you already had the vegetarian and vegan um, Combo meal lunch, here. Yeah. Yeah. But let me now get back into meat. I'm craving meat, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm craving meat or maybe it's fish or whatever it may be. I don't want to restrict myself. So I can have it here. Um, but I'm going to have vegetables on the side. I think that's a good point too, which for me, I'm not a diet person, which I said before, don't come to me with the diet word because I'm not for it, but I'm for nutrition. Mm -hmm. And so with me, the biggest thing that I hated about diets was that you weren't allowed to be you. Mm -hmm. With keto diets, you had to change everything mm -hmm. with, I mean, all the other crash diets, you had to change who you were. It was hard because what if you were coming from a cultural family who does make your cultural dishes and it just didn't follow what you had to eat. So now what? You're buying groceries for yourself, having a separate cabinet, and then your family's at the dinner table eating whatever mom or dad made for dinner. And you're just like, okay, I'm going to sit here with my what? And then have your family what make fun of you? Make fun of you because that's gonna happen. You're gonna feel like it's gonna oh. happen. Oh, look what you're eating. Are you sure you don't want what's in the pot for dinner? Like, so I think the reason why I wanted you to talk about the system, mm -hmm. your system, because it lets you be you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think that's why more, more people need to um, get on it, mm -hmm. knowing that they can. Be, it's okay to be yourself and still get those results. You still can look good and be the feel good sorry and eat all the things that you're supposed to while being you yes <laughs> yes and it's not something that you have to follow forever and right. so once i realized I'm like, okay why is this working what's going on yeah like, what, is, what is it and the biggest thing was um your blood sugar levels right so Which, again most people don't know about no no so, them, so, it's okay. so a lot of so everybody that's trying to lose weight right um a lot of times when we're eating a uh, a diet that's or shouldn't we say the word diet? No, but it's it's a it's a diet it's when a you're diet. eating it. Yes, that's but it's diet. not a crash course. I'm following a set type of recipe. So because whatever whatever you eat is your diet. That's yeah, that's that diet. is a diet. <laughs> it is a word. It's just when you're coming to me with the I have like the crash course that I need to do or I need to follow a certain diet. No, no, it doesn't work. No, and so when when people have a lot of um, high carb meals throughout the day, what hap what's happening is that. And I always speak about, you can see it in my um, cheat sheet, KBP mm -hmm. uh, system cheat sheet, that you're having spikes throughout the day of um, your blood sugar, right? So you're at the bottom of the day, you're hungry, you're miserable, um, so you want quick energy. Yeah. And so the quickest energy is going to be a form of carbs, carbs, right? And so your energy levels spike. But what happens is that I call it the blood sugar roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> if your energy well, levels goes up, it's going to come, gonna come crashing down. Mm -hmm. And that's where you have the, up here is where you have the itis, you're Which tired. I'm gonna. You're gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna take a seat. Right. You're gonna take. I'm a just seat. gonna. I'm gonna take a little nap. <laughs> and that's what happens because you spiked your blood sugar yeah. levels, right? And when your body, when you, this is a little education. When your body um, blood sugar levels go all the way up, um, your body has all this sugar in its blood, and it's like, okay, what are we doing with, with all this? this? All this sugar in our blood, we can't use this. Because mm -hmm. your cells are like, well, I don't need it. Your organs are like, I definitely don't need this. So, right? and then insulin gets produced, mm -hmm. and it shoves, takes the sugar out of your blood. It stores it away for fat, right? Yes. And if you're having that process happening multiple times per day, 
when are you ever burning fat? When are you ever having sustainable energy? When right. are you ever building muscle? That's always constantly going on. You're going up, you're going Go down, you're yep. going up, going down. Yeah. And so with the KBP system, um, it's a steady level uh, of blood sugar, right? The reason why is that in the beginning, the keto, um, there is no carbs really mm -hmm. from the starchy carbs, right? And so, so you're not getting that. You're not getting that spike in your, your first meal of the day, which is important. Right. If you're going to eat, right? Eat. And I, can, yeah. I can get back into that. But um, you're not getting that spike. And then you get into lunchtime now. You're like, okay, I'm going to have carbs here. However, you're not adding on the, ta the, the meat, which is very acidic as well. Com combining acidic with the sugar, it's not good. <laughs> it's not. And to be honest, if you whether you knew it or not, meat, not you, per se. <laughs> if the listeners and the viewers never knew it or not, it's meat sits in your body for hours. Okay? Like... And I'm not talking your intestines, I'm talking your stomach. It sits there for hours. So yeah, why midday do I need X amount of pounds in my stomach just sitting there cooling for no purpose? Because <laughs> it's literally cooling by itself. Yes, like, yes, yes. Everything else, the vegetables are, have gone and passed through. Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. everything else but that meat hasn't been breaking down yet, broken down yet. So It's sitting there, right? So I try to say, okay, let's eliminate it here. Just eliminate it here. And, um, and so you're not going to get that spike again. You're not going to have that heavy spike. And then dinner time now, um, again, you're t eliminating the carbs there, right? So you're not going to have that spike, mm -hmm. through, especially in the nighttime. Right. Um, if anybody, if you've ever experienced um, eating a heavy carb meal at night and then waking up extremely hungry, the reason why that's happening is because your body's digested the food again. What did I say in the beginning? Your blood sugar levels are going to go spiking up. But and your body's like, yo! But, but when you're sleeping, right. it crashed. Yes, yes. And so it's like, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm mm -hmm, hungry, I'm mm -hmm. hungry. So as soon as you wake up, like it's on your mind. communication, um, your blood sugar levels are low. I'm hungry, I'm starving. Right. That's happening because um, you've had that blood sugar spike and then you've had that crash, but you're going to sleep, sleep throughout right. the process, right? So the KBP system is to eliminate the spikes right. throughout your day. Um, and then once you, once you, I like to say four or five, five week mark, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of my clients have been doing it, is that your sensitivity towards carbs, you can actually control yourself. Mm -hmm. You understand this is all I need. Yeah. This is, I don't need that much or maybe I don't need it at all. Oh, yeah. So you're actually learning about your body and that's what I want people to get. I don't want people to stay on a diet. I want people to learn, learn. about their body. Like this yes. works for me. It's like, I don't need that much. I know my portions. This yes. is how much I need. Um, and so that's what the system is about, is to resensitize you mm -hmm. towards carbs. Because and carbs aren't the enemy, it's the overeating of carbs. And so once you can build that sensitivity back into your body, mm -hmm. and you understand, I'm full, I don't need this, oh, this then is you like begin game to understand. Yeah, you begin to understand why we say everything in moderation. Yes, exactly. You because have to be <laughs> on the outside looking in, I get people are like, how, what do you mean everything in moderation? And it's because... You haven't overcame your sensitivity yet. You don't know where to find that balance yet. But it's not impossible. And it's not done on a keto diet where you're literally starving yourself. Or you're or you're being miserable because your body's used to the sugar. And then you're like, all right, no sugar. Ooh, that's the worst combination. <laughs> the like, results will come. It's like, here, here, here you go to a little kid and then boom, like take it away. Like that's just. You got to crash. You're going, you're going to, to crash, cry. you're going to cry. Like You're going to, your body's going to be like, we used to use this as energy. Mm -hmm. Like imagine getting a car and it's always been using gas and then one day you're like, you know what, we're going to use water. 
We're gonna use water. Like that doesn't work. It doesn't work. Or like you're going gonna, nowhere. Or like you're gonna use diesel. Or like you're gonna use diesel. Or like <laughs> it takes it, it takes regular gas when you're putting in diesel. You're messing up your engine, man. <laughs> what you really need is a premium on Like. <laughs> Like you gotta, it's like you gotta understand. It's like moderation. You don't want to strip your body of nutrients what you're used to. Carbs are, are energy sources. Carbs in everything. Right. Exactly. There's carbs in your vegetables. There's carbs in most of most of the things that you do eat. There are carbs. Again, they're energy source. So yeah, you're gonna be needing that. <laughs> so back to me now, not being hungry in the morning. Mm-hmm. Where where does that stem from? So some know? so with people that don't eat in the morning, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't think you need to eat. You don't want to force your body into right having food that does. If it doesn't want to, eat, if your body doesn't want to eat, it doesn't want to eat, eat. Yeah. Right. So you can play on intermittent fasting, like you. Can, and I know a lot of people like intermittent Bit fasting because they like I don't have any appetite in the morning. That's fine. But if you binge. At, in the evening and nighttime, right, then no. you may need breakfast. Yeah, that's why this. That's where that comes in to play. Is like if you binge, if you don't eat in the morning, and then you binge in the afternoon, night. Okay, maybe breakfast is something. Maybe you do something need. you do need. Mm-hmm. However, if you're fine um, and you don't eat breakfast in the morning, you don't have an appetite. That's completely fine. Right. There is there is no reason for you to go and force yourself because you read on the internet breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Mm-hmm. If, you're eating, if you're eating fine through, from whatever time you decide to eat, you're fine. Yeah, I think with me, it's I have that. If I'm going to start at 11, um, I'll close my window around like 7 o'clock mark mm-hmm. or 6. Or if I go as late as 12, then I might go a little bit to like maybe 8 or something like that. But I I find that it, it does work. I mean, I go in and out of um, following it and not following it. During school, it helps because 8 a.m. I'm like... I just need to get to class. Like, I can't, I can't deal with. That's why I said, like, you had time to make <laughs> eggs, bacon, and oatmeal. Like, depends on the time you wake up, how early you wake up, right? So, I saw your post about waking up at 4 30. Yeah. You are the second person I know that has done that. Mm-hmm. And I get where you say not everybody needs to follow yeah. that, but I would love to know your experience with it because I almost want to try it. Uh, try it. Like, I wake up now, I wake up 5 5 30. Okay. Um, the reason why you want to do it is because it forces you to go to sleep early. Okay. So you're eliminating a lot of the, like the crap that you do at night, which is scrolling. No one, you don't really do anything but scroll in the nighttime. Um, and then you wake up in the morning and it's, there's this feeling of nobody's awake right now in the world. Vinny, <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Nobody's and let me awake. tell you guys, I am not a morning person whatsoever however the times that i do need to wake up in the morning and i learned this actually coming out of high school i was at george brown and so i would have to commute from brampton to downtown toronto basically waterfront and i woke up before the city and i was like this is addicting like nobody's up right now but me like that feeling i was like it's just quiet, quiet it's peaceful peace. you hear the birds chirping and you're just like okay and then you see one person then another and then you're like okay now my day's begun so yeah. i know exactly what you're talking about you, there's or no even driving sensory. driving and you're just in your car people are going about their business Mm-hmm. The sun, depending on how much your commute, the sun is slowly coming up. Mm-hmm. You're waking up the best show in the world. Sunset, sunrise, the best show. 
And so that feeling of nobody being awake, no, no, because most of your day is you're, you're, you're handing out your energy to people, mm-hmm. right? You're handing, you're helping people, you're in class, you're at work, mm-hmm. you're, you're doing, you're spending your it, yeah, you're spending yourself. When it's in the morning, it's just you. Mm-hmm. You can write, you can just meditate, you can sit, listen you, to can music, you can listen to music, anything that you want to do in the morning, no one's bothering you. Most of the world is asleep and it's that feeling of, wow, you're on a certain wavelength. You just yeah. feel good. Yeah. You just feel is. good. You want to work out, you work out. You want to read, you read. Mm-hmm. But that feeling of waking up in the morning. You me. almost learn about yourself within those few hours because you're like, I'm not a morning person, but let me go make a morning routine or let me go actually write down goals that I'm not really used to writing. Like you learn about yourself mm-hmm. in those little hours. So I encourage people to wake up early once in a while. Definitely wake up, wake up like two hours before you have to do, if you can, two hours before mm-hmm. you're going because, to. Because I mean, for me, I'm a night owl <laughs> or I was a night owl actually. Now I go to bed early, but I'm a night owl and I liked being the night owl. But I think as I, grow older and you do experience the, the the first morning wave it's like yeah i kind of want to be a morning person yeah now. You just, well, i found myself older, even older. asking at work for morning shifts because mm. i was like well now i have to get up like i have to be a part of this so i know what you're talking about the morning is the mornings are sacred they mornings are. are so sacred the nighttime is sacred too but man, the, if, if you go to bed late then you gotta wake up late mm-hmm. or maybe if you go to bed late and you wake up early you feel like crap right and then and for those because you did mention um within those hours at night you're kind of doing something useless and, and going to bed at 4 30 kind of forces you to wake or sorry go to bed uh earlier check out my other episode with eye health because bobby lets us know about the circadian rhythms mm, and our phones geez key okay so, is key. so for those that don't know <laughs> <laughs> for those that don't know go over to it's episode 3 2020 vision with toronto eye doctor we talk about circadian rhythms yeah circadian rhythm is keeping into your circadian, circadian rhythm huge so that again that if you if you've researched it if you don't know about it like going to bed around i think they say 9 10 okay. around there Going to bed around nine ten. There's a certain window that you have your best amount of sleep. I'm not a sleep expert, um, but it's something that I'm definitely still looking into. There, yeah, there's a certain window that you have that your body's in great, great sleep. I think it's between ten p.m. and two a.m. Did it say something along the lines of like your you fall into your REM? Your REM sleep. Yeah. 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 So between I think ten and ten and two, I think that is like the window. You want to make sure you get to bed before ten. I'm not a sleep expert, so let me not speak too much on it, but. Um, no. Yeah, they definitely. But you you do definitely have a window where you're gonna want to be in that REM because that's your deepest sleep, deep sleep, and you do actually get that rest. So people who do feel like, oh, well, I went to sleep, but I didn't really feel like I slept, like it's because you didn't go into that. Right. Yeah. That REM. Every hour and a half. Yes, minutes. you do have cycles with it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. some people don't even go at all. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it really does suck because I mean I don't dream, so I don't. Sometimes people equate REM to dreaming. Mm-mm. No. I be hitting those REMs and I wake up the next morning and I'm like, yo, now is that sweet? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is why sometimes I don't want to go to bed or I don't want to do the whole wake up at 4.30 because I'm a person who loves sleep. But then when you educate yourself and you realize that 
you'll be okay. Like you'll get into that deep sleep no matter what time because you're actually needing that window. So if you love sleep, you go to bed earlier though. No, but you're a night owl. I'm a night owl. So my life is very. And it depends what you claim. If yeah. you say you're not a morning person, yeah, you're not gonna be a morning person. Exactly. There's power in that. <laughs> so do you see where I'm going? Like I'll have power of my word, and then I'll say one thing, do another, mm-hmm. and then really want to do one. Like I'm just yeah. Right. It's a balance. For me, uh, life is literally a balance. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's funny, but so yeah, circadian rhythms. Something that I'm still trying to be more educated on, especially in with dealing with athletes mm-hmm. and of all ages too. Um, and us being on phones with your society or video games, mm-hmm. that takes a toll. Screens. Yeah, screens, screens in general. Key. That's why disconnecting is like key. That's why that morning, that sacred morning, you don't want to wake, you don't want to wake up, look at your phone right away. If no. You can. If yeah. you can, you want to look at your phone right away. It, it does something. If you could make that conscious effort, it does go a long way. So it would be what I recognize. So back to your KVP diet, sorry. How long do you usually recommend your clients to stay on it at least? Five to six weeks. Five, okay. six weeks. I realize like around that marker. Um, some so people are earlier. Yeah, some people are earlier. Some okay. people can just get it and then they're good with their carb sensitivity. That's that's the whole point of the system, just to reset your sensitivity. Okay. That's the whole point. If so some grab st- it quicker, some grab it later. Okay. If you want to stay on it forever, go ahead. Do you stay on it? Then that's the thing. I don't, I don't, because I, sometimes I want to gain weight. Got you. So your goals change. Mm-hmm. Yes. But my carb sensitivity is heightened now. So I know when to, mm-hmm. I don't need this anymore. Okay. Because I know my body. Right? So do you have something that's almost like the KVP, but for people who don't necessarily need to lose weight? What if they, what do you do when you need to gain weight? Do you still follow it, but you change your portion size? So when you want to gain weight, you can still follow it, mm-hmm. get your carb sensitivity up. But gaining weight, it depends. Are you skinny person, skinny trying to gain weight? Like right. Yourself? Yeah. So that person needs to. This you can get to fitness. That person kind of needs to work out more. Yeah. Because your body's not requiring. It doesn't need the calories. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to gain weight, a lot of people that tell me like, I'm trying to gain weight. I can't gain weight. I eat like so much per day. It's like, I know you don't eat enough first. I know you don't eat enough. And the reason why you If can't... you could really <laughs> see what a person who does when they, like, they're determined to gain weight eats. You don't understand. And then you look at what you're eating. You're not eating enough. You're not eating enough. So that's a, that's a completely different, um, um, ball game, yeah. right? It's a completely different ballgame. I don't have a system for that, but I mm-hmm. know how to achieve Cheap that. It, yeah. But my clients, my, um, um, target audience are always people looking to lose weight. But if you're trying to gain weight, you definitely have to make your body want more calories. And mm-hmm. the best way to do that is to increase your activity levels. Right. Right? And once you increase your activity levels, then you may wake up in the morning saying, oh, I need to eat. Right. Because you've been doing so much work in the gym or working out or at home that you're breaking down the muscle tissue. Right. And now your muscles need to repair. So it's hungry for calories. So on a fitness aspect too, I, I feel you because some people feel like, oh, I'll just do hits. To gain weight, or no. oh, I'll just do you know, I'll squat so and so weight. Like, to people who are watching or listening, there's a science that I've learned to gaining weight, to upping your weight, and how to do it properly. It's not just throwing an extra five pounds on your rack, it's not picking up going from the 20 dumbbells to the 25. Like, there's a science to it. So, 
educate yourself and do it however way it works best for you whether that be a person whether that be unique should be unique whether it be myself right. <laughs> we're here to help the education's out there i'm just saying there's a science to it if you feel like you're stuck or you don't know what to do with mm -hmm. it but i definitely feel you because some people will work out i was talking to a girlfriend the other the other day and she's a classmate of mine and we're like it's crazy how people will work out three four times a day and they'll tell us that they do and they do it really well but they're not getting their goals because their diet doesn't match and it's like for people like they're they go head in hand mm -hmm, the two mm -hmm. like your diet doesn't match or maybe the style of workouts that you're doing doesn't yeah match. the style of workouts don't match but I, I think with us from a a therapist perspective we know that their fitness matches and sometimes we might even find ourselves stuck we're like yo why is it not working like it, we did it all right when they go home what they're eating or what they're not telling us what they're eating it's like that matters I could talk to my friends like I'm eating so much I'm like okay what do you eat poutine burgers <laughs> pizza how is that supposed to i get it you're eating more you're not building your body up though that's mm. not those aren't foods to build your body up and to actually gain weight you can eat trash right it's not gonna build your body from all that work you did in the gym right because you when you went to the gym you inflamed your body you put pressure you tore your muscle down so your body's inflamed right um, so it wants to build itself back up you said the word again inflammation i know we talked about it before but I wanted to tie in your program mm. because you said your your target audience is um, people who are always either at office jobs or always sitting every day. To make it clear, almost when you're eating that inflammation, like inflammatory diet, and you feel bloated, you feel like you know I need to like take a nap or I don't have energy. This is why you also get arthritis. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying it from a therapist aspect. Who like when you come to us and you tell us like. Yo, I've never had arthritis before, or like, I'm just, I'm struggling. Even, um, I'm losing circulation in my calves. Mm, hear that a lot. My feet. Heard that the other day. My, <laughs> my feet, this, my feet, even your feet are like huge. I'm just saying it's probably the reason why. I'm not, it, it could be other issues. I mean, I can't diagnose, but I'm telling you, it's a start. You'll it's feel it in your wrists, your shoulders. Yo. joints all a lot of the your joints, joints your calves circulation yeah when you're inflamed think of it like normally when you eat the the nutrients if you have if you're not as inflamed it'll go through the muscle mm -hmm. it'll 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 take the energy go into the muscle it'll rebuild um when you're inflamed you're kind of blocking yeah you're kind of blocking that um transportation to the muscle yeah the receptors right? are like uh cannot communicate right <laughs> when you're inflamed and if your whole body is inflamed you getting back to the fitness you're side. forcing yeah you're forcing your body to now find a new route to like yo how do i do this because is this probably all we getting you probably go to the fat your fat cells right probably not going to the muscle it starts going to your fat cells you start getting inflamed now you have all these toxins throughout your body and that's why you ache mm -hmm. that's why you're not seeing the results you want right you have your free radicals that are just floating around your body and for free radicals it's like cold you don't want free radicals in your body let me just put it that way like <laughs> and then you're and now you're inflamed you're getting toxins now you start getting diseases Diz, that's yeah <laughs> like right. do you see how we connected the dots? it's always inflammation it's, yes inflammation is always going to be the key because once your body's inflamed your body now your hormones are off because <laughs> the connection <laughs> hormones now the connection because you're inflamed your body's inflamed your body inflamed your body's just screaming your kidneys 
are screaming. So all your functions, they all start going, right? Once right. you're inflamed, yeah. everything is off. Yeah. Your kidney, your pancreas, uh, liver. your liver, and the liver your, is huge. Yo, your brain has a pituitary gland that releases your hormones. And so now what's happening? It's going crazy. So now your brain is inflamed. Like, your brain is telling you another thing. Like... And that's why people, you start having mood swings. Mm -hmm. That's why you start having depression, yeah. anxiety. Um, if you didn't know, a lot, uh, ninety percent of your serotonin, so the happy uh, hormones in your stomach, right? So if that's inflamed or if you're not having enough, you're probably gonna have that depression or mood swings, mm -hmm. right? So if you're not getting, there's a delay between your brain and your like twenty minutes, twenty minutes delay. <laughs> yeah, it's like twenty minutes delay. So you can actually over, you can actually overeat, but you don't know you're full mm -hmm. because you have a hormone called ghrelin, and that's gonna tell you, hey, I'm full. Yeah. Um, if that hormone is not working, one because if let's say you're inflamed or you're just eating way too fast, you're yep. not being conscious of eating, too. right? You're not being conscious. You're taking about three bites to eat. Um, a meal or plate or whatever so it is. if you didn't know chewing your food is actually a thing you should be doing and i'm a fast eater personally <laughs> i'm a fast eater so you're also telling you <laughs> so everything's fast, you, you definitely, <laughs> everything's fast. You definitely, yeah you definitely i have to be conscious of it as well because i am naturally a fast eater yeah you have to <sighs> be conscious you very much need to be conscious about like taste your like truly taste your food like talk to yourself as you eat don't be out loud, please. <laughs> like in your mind, be like, okay, so like it's salty, it's you know, it's flavorful, it's savory, whatever it be, that will make you more conscious about what you're eating. Oh, I'm eating potatoes. Okay, it's mushy, it's you know, it's hard or whatever, whatever. Cause somebody used to tell me, Okay, be mindful when you're eating. And I'm like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like subs. Subs were my thing where I would eat water because mm -hmm. I'd be very fat. And Someone would always say, did you even taste your food? Mm. And I'm like, yeah, it tasted like a sub. Not being able to depict the meats that were in it, the lettuce, like all my vegetables that were in it. Mm -hmm. So if you could be more mindful about the ingredients, even the like um, spices, you become more conscious about what you're putting in your mouth, what flavors you like, what you don't. And then you help us as therapists when it comes to like the health and history because we're like okay so did you eat this or did you do this or do you know about your body like what you put in it or what you didn't like and you'll be able to tell us that mm -hmm. that helps us now go back to our drawing board and do our job as to what's going on a lot so. of people don't know that that's why i'm here that's, that's why, why you're here <laughs> that's why like, so, there's certain hacks there's certain yeah. not hacks but like certain practices like there is maybe, there is maybe you or do you just eat with a fork or just eat with a spoon mm -hmm. maybe you eat with a knife and fork it'll slow you down um, maybe you, between each bite, you put the fork down, you put the sandwich down, right. you take some time, or maybe you don't watch, you don't, you're not on your phone while you're eating. Like there's certain practices that you can do. I've been trying that. There's certain practices that you can do. You're not going to be perfect at all, at all of them, mm -hmm. but there'll be certain ones that will slow you down. Like for me, like, let's say if you're not used to knife and, a knife and fork to eat, that may, I'm not, yeah, <laughs> that may be better for but you. But you're right. It does. It will slow you down. It may slow you down. Maybe you do chopsticks. Maybe you. Maybe you because portion control, portion, yeah, right, and it's gonna slow down you for eating. And if you're slowing down your eating, again, that mind gut connection is gonna say, "Hey, you're actually full. You don't need the rest of this." But if right. you're eating fast, maybe you're eating with a spoon, or you're just mindlessly eating while you're watching TV. Um, that connection is not gonna be made because right. you're just eating, eating, and you're looking to see an empty plate, not a 
not back and then you get that feeling of itis yes and then you have that spike and then the whole process starts see where we're going with it (laughs) the process starts again you get the spike of energy you come crashing down you're tired it's sitting into you like a pit like a rock right now you're now you're inflamed your guts inflamed and now you're having more cravings because it was a high probably a high carb meal because you can't really overeat um vegetables that much it's very hard to overeat vegetables that is why i want to get into minerals mm-hmm. and vitamins because mm-hmm. you said it's very hard to overeat vegetables <sighs> let's talk about vitamins and minerals because i feel like it's we over consume mm-hmm. in a supplement form when we could already get it from the vegetables and the fruits mm-hmm. so I know on my end, being in North America, we're not very vitamin mineral deficient. It's just the way our lifestyle is and the way that our food source is being consumed, we're not very like deficient in that. So what do you have with advice to vitamins and minerals, how to take it, how to find that balance to accompany your, your diet? Well, the first thing you're going to say, it's like, it's called a supplement, right? It supplements... Mm-hmm. Your diet, like it supplements your diet. It's not essential. Good, thank you. We're done. <laughs> like, like it's not. You need to be on them mm-hmm. supplements and start, like sometimes I'll go months no supplements because my diet's so on point. I'm eating the right vegetables. I'm eating the right minerals. Um, if you're eating your veg, uh, your vegetables. So you're eating uh, leafy greens. You're eating maybe you're eating uh, fermented foods so like sauerkraut. So mm-hmm. um, you're eating citrus. Um, fruit so like lemon maybe you're squeezing lemon on your vegetables you're putting lemon water or lime um, on your foods or lime in your water um you're eating the rainbow they always like to say that eat the rainbow right yeah if you're eating a lot of those foods you're gonna get the vitamins and the minerals that you need now there are certain people that you will meet that say i don't eat vegetables oh yeah i can name a couple i do, i want i don't eat vegetables i don't like i'm gonna call out his name abid <laughs> Shout out to my guy, Avin, man. Shout out to my guy, Avin. There's certain people out there that say they do not eat yeah. um, vegetables at all. And I'm like, it's tough, mm-hmm. right? So in that case, maybe a supplement to start may help. Yes, yes. Um, I always like, there's only a, like three supplements I really recommend. There are only three. Um, that would be like a multivitamin. Mm-hmm. Um, omega-3s, if you don't eat um, fish, fish, right? Omega-3s. And then I may say like vitamin D or vitamin B for right. energy. You're for right. energy. Um, um, vitamin B or like B12. 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 Okay. B12. Because there is a complex of the B. It's called the B complex, B complex. For, for a reason. <laughs> B complex. I know, but I say B12 or vitamin D depending on mm-hmm. the person. Right. Right. Um, and then a lot of women, they say they have low iron, so maybe an iron pill. But you can get iron from vegetables. <laughs> You can, you do not, I know a lot of people want to say, I want to be natural, I don't want to be on supplements. So you could be natural, not on supplements, by eating your vegetables. Not, right. It, it's, it's not like I'm just saying, hey, eat your vegetables, eat your veggies. No, mm-hmm. there is a reason why we say that. It's because the vitamins and minerals from those vegetables yes. are going to give you the energy and give you the fuel that you need because your body really wants vitamins right. and minerals. Stop, they do. Not, stop thinking about calories. You want to think about the nutritional so value of that meal. Yes. Right, and so once you have nutritional value in a meal, you're gonna realize you're gonna be eating a lot less. 
because mm-hmm. you're getting the vitamins and the minerals. But it you. saves you. So those who don't know, um, I lost my train of thought. I feel like getting um, <laughs> it's what was I gonna say? Oh my goodness, on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> we were talking about vitamins. vitamins. Oh yes, okay. So <laughs> those who eat, obviously, no, I don't have it. You don't have it? I got you. Why well, you know what I was gonna say? No, I do not. <laughs> but I'm gonna continue to talk, and maybe it'll come to you. Yeah, you it was know. something about like. <laughs> Um, no, it's not there. Right. I'm just going to get it up. No. Vitamins, minerals, energy, portion control. It was something to do with if you ate your vegetables. You wouldn't need supplements? Ba- yes, basically. Like, it, yeah, you wouldn't. Because, no, I don't remember how I wanted to word it, but it, it's basically that. If you ate truly your veg, like the right vegetables and um, fruits, even your carbs and your protein. You wouldn't really need to take supplements, like at all. Like the amount of um, vitamins and minerals that are already in, let's say, broccoli alone. <laughs> if you ate broccoli every single day for the rest of your life, you'd be fine. You'd be fine. You wouldn't need to eat. Like no, don't let these pharmaceutical people, Costco, be telling you, "Yo, get these multivitamins." Da 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 da. You don't, if you have a balanced diet, diet? but that's the thing. If a you're lot of eating the don't. rainbow, you don't. A lot of people don't. Yeah. Yes. And that's where, and that's why people are, they're making money. Oh, supplements. it came back. You know why? I said, because if you, <laughs> it's like slowly going away as I'm like talking. If you don't, <laughs> never mind. Blooper. <laughs> oh my God. It's gone. It, it came and it went. <laughs> So quick. Isn't it? Do you ever wonder where ideas come from? <laughs> yes, I do. They just, they just like a, just streamed on, and then she lost the camera. Oh, okay. It came back. It's like here. It's here. It's dangling. I'm gonna say it before. <laughs> if you eat your bite, your sorry, your fruits and your vegetables, and you don't need to worry about taking your supplements now. You also don't need to worry about the conflicting of your vitamins mm, canceling a- out each other. Thank you, I got it on my brain. We are done. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, because especially the people that take like vitamin packs or a bunch of vitamins that they don't know about. So if I, I don't remember off the top of my head, but I know if you take like vitamin K mm-hmm. and you take like vitamin C or something, mm-hmm. they cancel each other out. So now you just took two supplements who are not going to do what they said they did because when you pair them together, they cancel each other's out. So... Again, goes back to trying to eat the rainbow because then you don't need to worry about, oh, I'm not supposed to be eating my spinach and my broccoli. Like, your body already knows how to do that. You don't need to do the thinking mm-hmm. for it now. Mm-hmm. That's my thought. And there are certain <laughs> foods that you can actually combine. This is like a different subject, but if you actually combine it again, it goes like vitamin K and vitamin D. They work together. It helps absorb. Um, there's certain foods that if you combine them together, they actually absorb better in your body. Like, for example, yes. um, like spinach. And if you add berries, yes. um, they actually, the iron in the, the spinach and the um, berries. berries, like let's say if you have blueberries or strawberries, the vitamin C in those, it'll actually help absorb. Yes. So, like, there's certain foods combination, that's a different Because they'll pair together and then basically once they receive to your receptor, they're like, oh, welcome. 
but when people are just taking vitamin supplements because mm-hmm. they've been recommended or they don't know, yeah, um, you're actually wasting money. You're just peeing out the vitamins and minerals. It doesn't really matter for you. But if you went on a more natural approach where you actually had the rainbow, had your vegetables, mm-hmm. had your protein, had your carbs, um, then you wouldn't really need the supplements. Again, the word is supplement, yes. supplementary to your diet, right? right. Um, and then another big thing is like the fiber in the vegetables, like that's huge. That the fiber is what a lot of people are missing from their diet. It's what one is. It's you're lacking fiber and your digestion is going to suck. It's yeah, not gonna be as yeah. great as it should be. Um, and then the because as I said before earlier that that blood sugar spike, mm-hmm. right? So when you have fiber, especially with carbs. The spike of sh- the release of sugar in your blood is actually slowed down because of the fiber. Right, right. And so pairing fiber with starchy carbs is probably the best way to go about mm-hmm. eating carbs mm-hmm. um, because you're going to get a slow release of energy. It, it almost monitor it. it mo- so yeah. I, that's why it's huge to have uh, vegetables. That's why, again, KDP, the vegetables and the carbs together, you're getting that energy, but it's a slow climb in your blood sugar levels because the fiber yeah. from those... Um, So if you're looking for a fiber source, other than Raisin Bran and Bran, (laughs) apples. Apples are huge. I don't. I'm not a fan of apples. Oh. I'm not a fan. Give me. Yeah. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Okay. So what do you? I just like berries. Okay. Mango. Yeah. Berries. That's about it. Really, I'm not really a big fruit fruit guy. Okay. Interesting. No. Maybe melons. Like if they're there, they're there. But I don't go to the grocery store and get apples. I like ber- I'm big on berries. I'm big on lime. Big on lemons. Okay, yeah. Citrus, um, I'm big on. Yeah, Oranges. Big on, yeah, big on lemons. Big on limes. Melons. Berries. That's about it. Well, you got your antioxidants. So you're, you're I'm huge, huge on that. Right? I'm always about lowering inflammation in my body. Right. That's what I'm always about. Not so. Big, not big on apple. But you can have apple. Like, I'm not saying Yeah, that. I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. I love a good granny smith. A granny <laughs> But please learn how to wash your fruits mm. properly. Because all that answer. wax... <laughs> On your apple? <laughs> How do you wash your fruit? Let's hear it. So, obviously, out of the bag, I mean, I know when you're picking at the grocery store, you're looking for the shiniest apple. It's more about firmness and, mm-hmm. you know, weight, because it's just, like, that equates to water, especially with your watermelons. So, washing my fruit now, it's going in the sink, mm-hmm. under hot water, mm-hmm. with vinegar, sometimes with baking soda, sometimes with salt. You're good. You're disciplined. I was never always like that. Okay. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I'm all about transparency. I'm going to be very honest. I was a person who I knew there was wax on my apples. Mm-hmm. So you would regularly just wash it. And maybe my dad's little nice trick, rub it on your, your knees sometimes. <laughs> You're just rubbing the bacteria <laughs> onto the apple. That trick uh, maybe I should take that out. But anyways, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Until my boyfriend's mother showed me properly how she washes it and you'd be damned if you brought fruit into the house and didn't wash it like her no mm. no it's not fly no so yeah shout out to her but that is how i wash my fruits That's good. and vegetables and all of that now especially now Especially now. Don't get me wrong. I always wash my meat. Don't even try to. No, don't I even. Think I think that's normal. That's standard. No, it's not because the way I be on social media and people are questioning that washing. Be standard. Me. That should be standard. No. Uh, like no. For some people, it's not. For me, it was always a standard. Yeah. That's, <laughs> well, but some people, culture, was, culture, culture. It was culture. Okay. They would grab it right out of the plastic and fry it right on their culture. 
Back to back to our vitamins and supplements. We'll digress. Um, huge, yeah. So vitamins, minerals. You don't really need them. Yes. You don't if you're eating a well balanced diet. However, if you were to get supplement, I'm not saying you need to mm-hmm. need them, but if you were, a multivitamin is always good to it's have. Your best bet. It's always sim- simple, a good high quality multivitamin. Good, so you, what do you feel about Jameson? I don't. I buy the brand that I like to buy is uh called Whole Earth. Okay. Whole Earth. That's the brand that I like to buy. Um, always go for the vegan, plant based brand. High quality ingredients that are inside the multivitamin. Mm-hmm. Jameson. Uh, if you can find it in a dollar store, I don't know. How, I don't know how. That's true. How much of a, I haven't been in the dollar store lately. I yeah, heard it's really changed. It's no longer a dollar, but <laughs> yeah, if you find your vegetables in a dollar store, mm. you want a high quality. I'd rather spend more. Yes. You always, you always want to spend more. Um, because you're, you're investing in yourself. So exactly. You're putting that money essentially back into yourself. So. Right. So definitely uh, multivitamin for sure just to get the vitamins and minerals in your body. Mm-hmm. Uh, B12 if you're lacking energy. Again, if you're eating the right foods, you do not need it. Right. Uh, but not a lot of people lack energy and they always go to B12. Um, and then maybe omega. Omega. Um, Threes. For sure, yeah. Right? For the fish if you're not. If you're not eating fish, and that's huge for lowering inflammation in your body. So those are the big three that I would say. Um, but everybody needs something else. People might have thyroid problems. People mm-hmm, might have mm-hmm. their liver is is it's not working as it should, or their pancreas isn't working, working. as it should. So yeah. there, there's so many factors when it comes to supplements. Are their irons low? So are their magnesiums low? Like there's there's so many factors when it comes it's, to your diet and your yeah. lifestyle. What what are you eating? What are you doing in the gym? That's why, like, one-on-one is better than just searching on the internet. Right. It's so much. You can Google everything, but if you come to somebody and they say, okay, well, this is what I have. This mm-hmm. is what's been happening. Okay, what are you eating? Oh, I eat this, this, this. <laughs> what are you really eating? Not what are you eating on a good oh, day. Oh, Wendy's double, Dave's double. What are you really, lemonade. What, are you, what are you really eating? And then a salad with a whole lot of dressing. But what's the salad? Can we speak about a salad? I'm going to talk about a salad first. Salad. Rabbit food? Yeah. If not rabbit food, a salad, I honestly think is essential. Oh, like that's, that's, I, you're talking to the salad lover, so like I'm, a, I'm just joking about rabbit food. <laughs> I never used to be a salad lover, but like um, a salad is essential, a great salad. And I don't mean the ones that you find in the store. I don't mean Mm-mm. romaine lettuce, which is all water. Uh, Except for your Caesar salads. Like... I'm big on Caesar salads. You're big on Caesar salads? Oh my gosh, you're one of those. <laughs> Whoa! I'm not a Caesar salad connoisseur. I'm oh, a, talk what? to me about how to make a mean a Caesar meat? salad, <laughs> but still happy. Oh, I got you. Got you. Like a salad consists But of, that's my foodie in that's me. That's your foodie. See? Mm, see? see how there's a difference between food and yeah, nutrition? nutrition. Hmm. Like, with your salad, you're going to want texture. You're going to want um, multiple ingredients because you want to feel full. Most right. of the common um, complaints is about... One is I don't feel full off of a salad. Okay. Or two, it doesn't taste like it tastes bland. Bland. And so you want to have like different ingredients. You want to have like your avocados, your romaine lettuce. You want to have if you like fruits, if you like fruits, I like strawberries, berries, nuts. You want to have healthy Mm -hmm. fats. So you have maybe you have walnuts or almonds or pecans. Mm -hmm. Um. Then you have your protein that you want. Do you want to make it chickpeas? You want to make it chicken? Do you want to make it beef? Like. You can play around with salads and add a bunch of a ingredients. A steak and a salad? Ooh, game changer. And I so might not even just want a plain steak ever again. Like, put it in my salad. Cut me the cost. Yeah. Yo, salads? Sometimes even... 
now that you said romaine lettuce, it being all water, which it is, um, I don't even put lettuce in my salad. Don't. Like, I could very well be good off of some light cheese, mm -hmm. tomatoes, mm -hmm. and cucumbers. Really? Oh, you have one of those salads. I hate those salads. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I hate, I hate, the, I, I need more. I need more texture. I'm a very, I'm a texture Oh, person. that's my crunchy, but like, you get like the nice the... kick of like, um, sorry, you get the smoothiness of uh, the cheese. So yeah. Cucumbers, you like that crunch. So I like the crunch. I don't like, see, okay. I don't like that. Different people. But I can do the spinach I and like, like the pecans with the with the blueberries and Onions. strawberries. I love that. You need the softness of the spinach. I yes, okay. I love that. Then you want the one two crunch of the yeah. Okay. That's me. But salad. So you're one of those. He has to be on that. <laughs> but I what feel you. A lot of people do find a struggle in in making a salad mm -hmm. and making it taste really well. Um, there's just so many complex factors. It's just like dressing's a topic in of itself. The ingredients, like, do I want to mix my vegetables with my fruit? Mm, like, tell Abby to go put vegetables in his salad, and he's telling you, I'm not even eating a salad. Right. Sorry, Abby. <laughs> She's coming for your comfort. He's just the only guy that I know that <laughs> does not like, but like, is an advocate for not liking vegetables. Shout right? out my guy. Shout out my guy. Like, that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's not mess with vegetables. No. But you, you just really, you can play around with salads. I mean, the more ingredients, the better. You mm -hmm. want to make sure that it fills you. Pick your, pick your favorite protein. That kind of gets away so from the salad. So, the, 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 the notion of filling now, is mm -hmm. it portion? What do you mean? So, are you equating to like, oh, I need to, you know, fill fuller with a salad because I need to put more ingredients in it. So, I need to, like, up my portion size. Or is it putting in the protein so you do get that kind of satisfaction filler but i'm also not going the inflammatory route i like the i like to say people the second mm -hmm. because um people that are not used to salad they want to still feel like they're eating food that they're used, used to, to. Okay. so i would say pick your favorite protein what type of protein do you like okay start there and start there and then start adding on top because you want to you still want to eat healthy. You, st you still want to have foods that are low in like lowering the inflammation mm -hmm, in your mm -hmm. body. But you still want to still have the, oh, this tastes like X. Right. This tastes like, you want to have it recognizable. Mm -hmm. So like if you're starting, let's say for Almost like I'm not eating a salad. Exactly. So that's where your favorite protein comes into play. Mm -hmm. So when you put that on top, like, okay, I get, I'm getting a little bit of what I, I'm used to, but I'm still eating the vegetables that I'm not used to. Right. And then you're not going to be as bloated mm -hmm. it may not may not be bloated at all compared to the, what you would have had before it probably would have been a plate of rice right a plate of potatoes no vegetables at all mm -hmm. um so at least if you make a vegetable uh, a salad that has your favorite protein you still get a best of both worlds and, that, and that's how you start transitioning into quote-unquote e eating healthy, healthy. right it's like taking the foods that you already eat and kind of mixing hiding it in or mm -hmm. mixing it in with the healthier options so like if you're gonna eat a burger, maybe you start putting more. Maybe you put spinach into it. Or for people who love burgers and are trying to transition, I've noticed if you just take out the bun, mm. that's a that's big, tough. That's tough for people. It is, but let me tell you, you'll still get the satisfaction of eating a burger with all the toppings. Mm -hmm. 
you'll feel so much lighter. You will almost say, yo, can I go for another one? Mm. Mm. Whereas another burger, like eating two burgers with, with a bun on it. Are like, you open top or no bun at all? I'm a no bun at all. No bun at all. So oh, I can literally go no bun at all. Like just give me lettuce and I'll put the meat in and then my, the rest mm-hmm. of my um, condiments and I'm great. Knife and fork? No, I usually want it in a wrap sometimes. So I might cut it up a little bit. Wrap, wrap. Yeah. Lettuce wrap? Yeah, I've done a lettuce wrap. Love it. You love it? Love. I tried a taco lettuce wrap. I didn't like it that much. It was so messy. I haven't <laughs> done. Yes, yes. There is that component of being messy. Um, did you do it with the Boston lettuce? No. Okay, so Boston lettuce is a, like the leaf is very much like a bowl. Mm. So it might cut your messiness feel. Mm. Because it's already in a bowl type shape, where if you take the romaine lettuce, like it's That's just a, one little straight eye. Like I don't know how to explain it, but yeah, you're just like eating it like that. So no, um, try Boston lettuce. Mm-hmm. It's it's a game changer. But I think I'm a burger lover. Like yes. I love yes. burgers. So sometimes yes, I will have to eat it with the bun. But I've tried it without, and I still get the same satisfaction. I just. I might go for two rather mm-hmm. than... It's because you're hiding in yeah. what you liked before. And, and I'm so eliminating my nice roller coaster as well. The roller coaster, the gluten, that's another subject, but like the bread from there, right? The gluten. Thank yeah, God. we're just going to have to bring you back. Gluten? I'm actually... Yeah. Don't. Do you not agree to gluten? No. Interesting. No, no my body does not agree. It, I am allergic to gluten. Hands down. And like, you were never like that? No. Yeah, I've no. noticed. There's no. a There was a wave that came around Definitely that just no. picked people. It's like, yeah, no gluten. No but gluten. you're always like that, but you never recognize that. Really? So, like, this is the bittersweet feeling of going, transitioning your diet, is that when you actually eat healthy again, I mentioned that side of feeling bloated, mm-hmm. lethargic, tired, and you get onto the side of feeling um, energetic, uh, happy, you're, you're floating, you have good energy, is that... There are certain foods that you've been eating all your life that you were actually allergic to, but because you're in this feeling of lethargic, tired, mm. depressed, you never noticed it. And so when you get onto That's the other, true. And so when you get onto the other side, you'll notice you start developing "quote unquote" allergies or tolerances, but they were always there. Some of them are always there. You're right. Or you're right. Some of them are always there, or because you've been gone from that food for so long. Your body does not agree with it anymore. Because you did mention earlier that sneezing is obviously a symptom. But people don't. But people don't equate what they're eating to with sneezing to allergy season. Oh yeah, it's allergies, flu. It's it's allergy season. I go. Hmm. Little do you know is that that uh, that, that bagel, you that food you used to eat, that's what's causing the inflammation. Oh, I feel tired. Oh, my body's aching. Little my do you know. Are, my shoulders. Little do you know it was that pizza that you had, or little do you know it was the mm. fried foods that you had. So you've always been allergic. Or a little bit tolerant to certain foods, or maybe it was the cheese, but because you were so used to that state of being, you never recognized it. And so, for me, that's what it was. I always, I'd always wow. eat burgers, bread, mm-hmm. pizza, lethargic, and then now I'm just hypersensitive to gluten. Yeah, because your body's like, what is it's going? inflaming. Because we a, ain't going back. There. Yeah. because it's, it's a food that's high in it's it's high in inflammation, right? So it triggers your your small intestine. It's not good at all, mm. at all. Okay, lastly, really quickly, so we'll wrap up. Where can people find you? They can find... And who would need you? Who would need... Okay, so where people can find me would be on <laughs> Instagram. I am Renique. Uh, you can search me on Facebook. I have my group, Renique McFarlane. 
sort of have my mini group in there. I coach people. I have some coaching insights as well. It's mm -hmm. all free. Um, and then who would lead me? Um, people that have a, a side hustle. I always say people that have a side hustle and they want to be the CEO of their body and they just kind of lost control of their body. So anybody that's trying to take control of their nutrition. Did yeah. you wait? Hold on. Did you just take in what he said? <laughs> you want to be the CEO, CEO of your Yo. That's like my biggest, it's like being the CEO of your body, right? Like being in control of your body. People that that are want to be in control. <laughs> Yo, you are definitely business minded. <laughs> oh, that just, that didn't even fly over my head. That just went, yo, I am the CEO of my body. That's where you want to get to. So the people that are, <laughs> that's how you know he's good. <laughs> people that are looking to, to lose weight, to learn about their body. Um, so they become an intuitive eater, right? Mm -hmm. Learning about their body, intuitive knowing what eater. works. I want people to become intuitive eaters to actually learn about the body. Again, being a CEO. So those people that are struggling, they don't have control. They don't know what to eat, mm -hmm. how to eat. Um, and they're looking for ways to take control of that in your nutrition as well as get stronger, uh, be more confident in the gym. Um, you'd come to me. And the reason why I like doing it online um, I do in person, but online is because you don't want you don't want somebody to be an enabler or you're dependent on someone. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. when you come to me and you're working online, you're getting that independence of yes, I still come to you for coaching, but I still have to do the work. Right. Right. And so that's why that's the benefit of having an online coach. Right. You know, Among the all the other lifestyles that make it easier as well, but it yeah. also makes you more accountable as the client to. Exactly. You got the word too. I'm just here to help you. Exactly. The people that I would say not to come to me is if you have no clue what to do in the gym. Oh, look at this. Mm. The people that I would say not to come to me is that you have no clue what to do in the gym. You've never been to the gym before. Um, you have no, you maybe you have like a diabetes or something like that. I wouldn't. You don't come to an online. You coach. can come to me. Yes. Go, you need in person, you need more hands on, yes. you need somebody yes. to be there. I can help you. Yes, you need somebody to be <laughs> I mean, there. I can help on Renique's climb. I ain't trying to take your clients right now. <laughs> y'all can go to Renique, and everybody else who Renique doesn't want, y'all can go. Collab, collab. <laughs> but yeah, those are the people. So, people that need more in person, don't come to me. People that I know the way around the gym, just trying to learn more about the nutrition and the fitness, you come to me. Got you. Well, thank you so much. I definitely learned a lot. Mm -hmm. But I also had fun. And I hope I, fun. I hope everybody else who was listening or watching learned maybe one thing, maybe <laughs>